You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. All right, welcome back. Episode 110 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Uh, this is the 53-man roster episode. Yeah, it's uh, been a while. Yeah. It's been, uh, I don't know, a couple months. Two. We'll call yeah, it two. You know, a little off-season break, you know, a hiatus. You know, a little, a little of, summer vacation. A lot of things have happened. Uh, well, not a lot of things. A couple a things have happened. A few signings here and there. We'll hit on those as we go through the roster. We're yep. going to predict our 53-man. Um, I don't remember how we did last year. I know. Did we do two of them or just one? Because I guessed Dan Chinezza, but I can't imagine I guessed him at the beginning of the offseason. I think you did. at the. Well, it wasn't the beginning of the offseason. It, it was like the right, pre-53. Like before days. training camp? Yes. How would I have done that? that, that I don't believe that. I feel like we no, had to... No, 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 no. I didn't believe it either because I had never heard of the guy. And you but had him on like, your 53-man roster. Yeah, but there had to have been like news about Mini, him. Well, they had like the like mini camp or whatever, right? Yeah. The, like, I still feel like I'm going to have to listen back. I feel like we must have done like a... a Another guess as it was like the day before or something. Okay. I feel like we had to. There's no way I just pulled Chinez. I, I think you did. Because I feel like I was reports that like they liked his special teams and that he's not even a receiver. But anyways, we'll get into our. He switches position like twice. Yeah. yeah. Once to like safety and then back to. Yeah, this guy sucks. Receiver. And he wasn't even good at special teams, which was a disappointment. Yeah, he got there. He he just he didn't, got he there. He didn't convert. He didn't convert. <laughs> he did more harm than good in that spot. Like he's, he got there, but he always missed the tackle. Always. Missed the tackle. I think he caused one fumble or recovered a fumble. Didn't he go down there and he completely missed a guy? Then someone else caused a fumble and then he was running back towards the play and jumped on it. So Dan Chinezza, I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. I I think you're swapping the S and the N. I think it's Chizina. See, that's just never going to make it in this league. (laughs) Chiznina. Terrible. I don't even think that was right. Anyways, let's go to our... There's a reason he didn't make your roster. Yeah. <laughs> you can't pronounce his name. This this year? Yes. How do you know he didn't make my roster? Well, I, I can just tell. Oh. <laughs> I gave it away. I gave uh, it away. But we'll we'll jump into quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. Um, um, I've got three this year. Three? All right. Changing it up. What changing do you usually up? have? Just two. We I went with two. two. So we're already off to... Uh, a fun start. Yeah, I think... We're having know. fun. Yeah, I think usually we uh, match each other pretty quickly, but we're so you have three. Yep, I have three. I uh, obviously Kirk Cousins, Kellen Mond, two and, locks. Yep, and I've got Jake Browning. I've heard uh, he is doing better than Nate Stanley. Yep, and I hear they like they you know they like what they've seen from him. Uh, you know, like the growth over the last couple seasons, and they usually like to have a better. I'm not saying he's going to like be the backup, be the backup but I can definitely see like wanting a veteran presence on the sideline to kind of you consider jake browning a veteran uh he you know four years of practice hold, squad holding duty. the clipboard sure he, he's more vet at that than helen mond i guess yeah but i mean I, i'm just saying you know another 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 mouth in the room i'll put him on the practice squad all right you do that so i got two quarterbacks you have three i mean anything to say about cousins mond i don't think really i mean they're both gonna make the team 100 yeah, yeah cousins is is the starter and Mond is yeah <clears throat> number 11 Number 11. Number one in our hearts. Let's go to running backs. I have four. Well, okay. are we including CJ? We are. Five. Okay, I've got five as well. <clears throat> we always include the fullbacks. CJ Ham. CJ Ham. Dalvin, obviously. He's not going anywhere. Quality ball player. Uh, Matt Dog Madison. Got him. Um, I've got America uh, Abdullah, so a little typo there. Amir Abdullah. 
your uh, your phone autocorrected to America Abdullah. Yep. And okay. uh and Wangu. Okay, so we have the same five. Yep. Uh the only one I was kind of iffy about was Abdullah. I agree. I feel like they do like his veteran leadership. He seems to be kind of one of the guys that like when the whole like all the race stuff was going on, he was kind of the face of us yep. as far as talking about that stuff. He just seems like a good vet. Kick returner. I think he does coverage units. I don't know how good Kane Iwangu is at catching the ball, so maybe he keeps that third down roll. I don't know. I, I had a spot for him at the end, and I was like, we'll keep Amir Abdullah. Yep, I I think it's kind of redundant to keep both Nwangu and Abdullah, but yeah, you just don't know how Nwangu uh, is going to play, and who knows, maybe they try to sneak him on the practice squad, but I don't see that happening. Four, was he a fourth rounder? Okay, I thought it was fifth. I think but he's he might... a fourth. All right, then it's maybe aggressive. You're, yep, then that's, maybe you're yeah. not, not doing that. That's where I kind of was like, I'm definitely going to keep those three, and then it was Amir Abdullah. And I think I actually got to the like end of my 53, and I still had some more guys I could throw on there, and I ended up doing Abdullah. So. Okay. okay. He barely made it. He barely made it. Uh, the other guy I have is A.J. Rose Jr. Never heard of him. Uh, Jake Vargas, fullback. Be, yeah, they'll be out of there. Yeah. We didn't do our deep dive on the 90-man. I don't think, I mean, the only guy that made it would have been what? Dan Chinez last year? Yeah. Some of those other weird guys. I think Blake Lynch played a little bit. Yeah, that's true. We had a lot of guys play, though. There were when everyone so gets many injured. Guys played. It's rough. Uh, you want to go tight ends or receivers? Let's go receivers. <clears throat> okay. One. I have six. I have six as well. Uh, we'll, we'll start with the new addition, D.D. Westbrook. I have him making the team. I, I, I do too. So we talked, I think, on our last podcast that like that was the one thing we didn't really check the box on was a third receiver. And someone like D.D. Westbrook would be checking the box. Slick Rick did it again. Went out, got D.D. Westbrook. Not only is he clearly, I mean, at this point, I mean, maybe he gets beat up for the third receiver job. But like, I think he's the front runner to win it. Plays in the slot. But he can also return punts, which I think is great. Yeah, average uh, 9.8 on his career. And that's like way better than anything Chad Beebe's ever done. Yeah, it's probably the best we've had in probably six, seven years because Marcus Sherrill's never really averaged that kind of return either. And when we talked about the rookies, you know, we got Kine and Wangu and Amir Smith Marset. Both of them mostly just did kick returns. So we didn't really have a punt returner except for the bums we had last year, Osborne and Beebe. So D.D. Westbrook fills two roles and uh, was definitely the, like, the last piece we needed. To like, I feel like that was the one spot that was like, the receivers kind of, after Jefferson and Thielen, kind of suck. Yep. And uh, listening to Mike Zimmer's press conference, I think it was yesterday's press conference, he today. talked about, was it today? Yeah, I think they both were today. Um, and they he talked about how uh, they, they would have signed Westbrook sooner, yep. but uh, because he tore his ACL last year, they just kind of wanted to wait closer to camp and see how he was recovering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd hate to sign him, and then it's like, oh, he needs to just get it repaired, or he's not going to be ready till week six or something. Like He said he's ready to go. Yep. So, And we both liked Westbrook a lot because he's young and pretty good. I mean, he's he barely he, he's not like you're an intended star player. Like He's a depth guy. But Keenan McCardle was his coach. We like that. You know, you got a little connection there. And he was like a million and a half dollars or something, less than that even. Oh. They acted like he, I don't know who was pumping up his, I mean, sure his agent was feeding people like stories, but like Justine Anderson's like, he's got four visits lined up. He's going to Seattle after Minnesota. Dude signed with us for like the minimum. Yeah. He, like, I don't think he had a lot of people banging at his door to like come play. 
maybe they all offered him the minimum, you know. Good job by his agent, though. Just just drumming up like he was going to just go. Yeah, like, hey, you better, if you want him in camp on Don't Monday, let him leave Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't let him get on that plane. It's like, well, oh, yeah, or what? We're going to have to offer him more money? I think it was like 1.2, actually. It was pretty cheap. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll take that all day, every day. So Another good signing. I mean, I saw someone post all of our like additions, and besides a couple of them, they're all kind of more like role player types, but we needed a lot of role players. We, yeah, needed, we, did, like, we needed solid players to fill this roster. Looking at the receivers, and I don't know what six you have, but it's the same people except we added D.D. Westbrook and a rookie, right? Like, y- Yeah. So it's only gotten better. Who did we lose from our receivers? Did we lose anyone? Tajay Sharp. Yeah, but he didn't make it the whole season, did he? Didn't he get cut like yeah, mid-season? Um, so yeah, really nobody. Uh, so even though like D.D. Westbrook, he's not. He, no one's mistaking him for a starter, but like he's still gonna help the depth. He's, because he's, he's gonna not be trash. Like the fourth or fifth option. Yeah. Let's just hope he doesn't go the way of Tajay Sharp, Kendall Wright. That white dude from Denver. I doubt it's going to be that way. So he seems crossed. a step better than them. Yeah, by far. I swear, two or three steps better than that white guy from Denver. Yeah, that guy was never good. That was just a bunch of idiots that were like, I oh. can't even remember his name. It's something Taylor. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan Taylor. Taylor there yeah. it is. It's funny when I was like growing up, we'd sign like a guy like Jerome Simpson, and you mentioned him the other day, and it's like, that guy was like never that good. But like we sucked so much. That was like, oh, we got Jerome Simpson. Or Kenny Mixon was like a DN we signed one year. Oh yeah, I was that like was I was like back. twelve years old, and it was like Kenny Mixon. <laughs> now it's like Dee Dee Westbrook. Like again, I'm not. He's probably on par with a Jerome Simpson. Yeah, but Jerome Simpson was expected to like come in and be the starter and like be a game changer. So, yeah, no, when he's really suited to be that third or fourth option. Yeah, because that's what he was in Cincinnati. It, was a third or fourth fourth option. Right. So it's like the expectations I feel like are actually in line with how good these players are. But anyways, Jefferson, Thielen, D.D. Westbrook, yep. B.C. Johnson, yep. Chad Beebe, nope. and Amir Smith-Marset. I can't. That's my six. Not, not a They chance. love him. They love Chad Beebe. No, they don't. They love him. No, they don't. That's why they brought in D.D. Westbrook to replace him. They are going to give K.J. Osborne the spot over Chad Beebe. You know Beebe. what's funny is I did this – well, I did this like a month ago, but then I updated it maybe two days ago. And after listening to the press conferences today, both Spielman and Zimmer brought up KJ Osborne as having a good offseason. As I, I think partially like his body has changed and then partially that he did good in like mini camps and stuff. So knowing that that's what they were saying, that they they, they called him by name. And they didn't have to do that. Like yeah. not, it's not like someone said, how's KJ Osborne doing? It was like, what do you feel about the receiver depth? And obviously, that's kind of a D.D. Westbrook question, I think. But then, unprompted, they're like, well, we got other guys, too. You know, K.J. Osborne's had a great offseason. So I wouldn't be opposed to switching those two, K.J. Osborne and Chad Beebe. Well, I do think they like Beebe, though. I, I'm sure they do. And the, if I wasn't going to choose Osborne, I wasn't going to choose Chad Beebe. I was going to pick the new and improved Chad Beebe, Blake Prohl. Blake Prohl, okay. okay. That, so Chad Beebe's like number nine on your list. Like yeah, He's not even but, close. No, he's not I, on my radar. Honestly, if DD takes the slot job and takes the punt return job, why do you have Chad Beebe? Wait, what are we doing here? Like, <laughs> yeah, he Give me someone nothing. that can do something besides just slot. And KJ Osborne can at least play gunner on special teams like yeah. he did last year. Uh, like, there, There's spots for KJ Osborne. There aren't for Chad Beebe. And that's a fact. <laughs> No Jan Chinezza. Not not on your 53. Nope. Didn't make it. No. Nope. Poyer. He would be above BB, though. Okay. Myron Mitchell above 
above BB? Uh, probably. Okay. Wap Filar. Wap Filar. <laughs> yeah, number sixteen. I got down here. Wap Filar. Okay, so we both had six, but we had Osborne and BB. Yep. We both had Amir Smith Marset, the Iowa kid, making the team. Oh, I, I, I Zimmer also brought him up, and and I think Spielman said KJ Osborne, and we have a couple draft picks this year that we like. Pretty sure Amir Smith Marset is the only receiver that we drafted, right? Yes, but. UDFA Blake Prohl. Okay. Well, he said drafted <laughs> and he said receivers. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. I think he meant to Maybe, say he might, Amir Smith Marset had a good offseason. Or rookies. You know, Blake yeah, Prohl. Maybe he just Wap said Gilar. drafted, merely meant rookies. We'll see. They they liked it. They they both talked up the receiver group, which they I mean, kind of have you've to got be. you got two studs at the top, and then you got DD, BC, BB, Amir Smith Marset. KJ Osborne, I mean, hopefully some of those guys step up. Yep. It'd be nice if, you know, all the lower guys <laughs> stepped up, took like one step up, and then D.D. Westbrook just kind of like meets expectations. I mean, that's like, as far as like camp battles, you're looking at it's D.D. versus Chad Beebe for the slot job, right? Yeah. Because B.C. plays in and out. I think he's, I'm not going to say B.C. is a lock, but I feel like he's kind of the Adam Thielen replacement, like for as far as an outside guy. Yep. Because it's, I mean, Didi could probably do it, but I think he's more of a slot guy. Yeah, I agree. And Marcet, I feel like, is more like a Jefferson replacement. Where yeah. It's more of the deeper. A little routes. more dynamic. Yep. Hmm. Uh, but so if I had to guess, like, we have, like, how we both have Amir Smith, Marcet, Didi Westbrook, Thielen, Jefferson, and BC, we kind of think those guys are all going to make it. For the most part, yeah. It's just if BB steals Westbrook's job, that would be. That'd be a shame. It's a damn shame. Oh, I better not happen. All right, tight ends. <laughs> tight ends, I got three. I also have three. Uh, Irv Smith, obviously, taking over the lead role. I did like Zimmer's press conference today. He actually, because he kind of not talked down about him like a month ago, but he said, like, Irv Smith's role is not changing. It's really Conklin's not changing. And all these fantasy writers were like, oh, my God, Irv Smith's not going to do anything. But I think what he meant was, like, Conklin's going to take the Rudolph role. Ur Smith's just going to do what Ur Smith's always done. Hopefully he takes it to another level. Yeah. Maybe we utilize him more. But as far as like his role, he's still like that mismatch tight end. He's not like the big tall dude. Um, now this time, at this press conference, he said, when they asked about the receiver depth and he brought up Osborne, blah, 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 he said, well, we got two good tight ends we like. I'm sure we'll play a lot of 22 personnel. Expect Ur Smith to be that third guy that we try to get up on a linebacker, blah, blah, blah. Which, yep. I would like to see Irv Smith more involved. Like, this is the year. Make the leap. Yep, year three. He's only 23. Super young. Let's go. Um, and he needs to, like, he needs, we need a, if we need a third guy, it's still him. I would, it's still him over Westbrook. I want him to be, like, top, top eight tight end in the league. Can he be that? Can he, he's not, I don't think he's ever going to be Kelsey or, can he be as good as Darren Waller at his peak? Like, like, can Irv Smith at his best be that? Well, I mean, you got to think, like, eighth best tight end in the league last year is, like, Logan Thomas. Just got paid. Just got, just got paid. Like, I, I'm just saying. Don't like, even know what he did. Like, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, Yeah, he, there's not a lot of good tight ends in the league. I just don't think, like, Irv Smith has, like, the body type to ever be Kelsey or Kittle or, like, Gronk or. True, and I don't think he's as fast as, like, Waller or yeah. Kittle. Um can so, he be Delaney Walker? Yeah. Right. There's a good one, right? Delaney Walker? Yep, I okay, like that let's one. Let's go. Be, be Delaney and then, Walker. And then, and 
He was a top 10 tight end for like eight years. Del- yeah, and Delaney Walker just sat behind uh, Vernon Davis for years in yeah, San Francisco. They wasted Got him. off of his first contract. And then the Titans. With the Titans. Mm-hmm. And yeah, had like six, seven really good years. I believe in Irv. As far as young guys on our team, I think he's going to be good. Oh, I, I would give Irv Smith a second contract, whether like he takes a next yeah. step the next year or so. He's anyways. one of those guys where like the fans of their own team know... Like, I remember when Everson Griffin's first time getting for agency, he hadn't actually, because he sat behind Robeson for so long, and then obviously Jared Allen, but everyone that watched the Vikings was like, this dude's an animal when he comes in, and he was playing Gunner, and nope. he was just awesome. And we ended up paying him a shit ton to keep him away from, I think it was Denver was trying to get him, right yeah. before he got to for agency, it was like the day before, and a lot of people were like, why'd they pay this like guy who really hasn't done much? But we knew. Yep. And I feel like Irv's one that's like, well, we know he's good, so don't. Just because he's in a ton, ton of production, don't let him just sign with some team. And he was the second second round pick, so like only four years mm-hmm. would draft you at twenty. He'd be twenty four when you're letting him go. Yeah, and like you that, do all this time grooming him, getting him ready. Yeah, just give him off to some other team. And it very twins like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it just reminds me of like like uh, some people may want to compare Irv Smith to like Trey Burton. But when Trey Burton hit the market, all the Eagles fans are going like, yeah, go ahead, give him a big contract because that, that dude sucks. The teams know. Like when Ray Edwards left, it's like that guy had like four good games. Like <laughs> have fun with him. And he was a disaster. Uh, I remember when like the Saints signed Latavius Murray, I was like, you guys are underestimating him. He's very solid. He's not Alvin Kamara. but And now all the Saints fans love him. Love him, yeah. They're like when they lost Mark Ingram and signed Murray, it was like, oh, what the fuck, Latavius Murray? Like that sucks. We lost Mark Ingram. It's like this guy's just as good as Mark. Ingram. I saw some Saints fans like, uh, like say they want to get have Murray get the ball more. Yeah, he's like yeah. just super reliable. They like, only give him blocker, like makes yeah. like just gets positive yardage. Yeah, they give him like yeah. eight eight carries a they, game, but they're like he should get like twelve to fourteen. Yeah, like they love Kamara, but they're like even less in the load on him because like he's like our offense. Like, who did we lose this year? The Vikings, uh, Eric Wilson and Anthony Harris. Like both those guys, they'll be fine, but they're not. Well, Eric Wilson, I feel like he's that a backup. Trash. Yeah, but even Anthony Harris, if you thought you were signing, you know. A superstar safety, like people did think the year nine before. Inter- yeah, nine interception, Anthony Harris. You're, I don't like. Maybe I'll be wrong, but as far as what I thought, like he occasionally made a, a splash play, but it's not. Like he's not Harrison Smith. Like I just, I don't buy it. And it's but not he wasn't like paid the, as much as people thought. And it's not like uh, when the Packers like go like Micah Hyde, where yeah. everyone's like, oh no, that dude's like a legit safety. Yeah, that dude's a stud. Like Harris is good, but like. A little overrated, bro. Yeah, don't don't expect him to be a mm-hmm. game changer. And what do you get? I mean, the one like? we are wrong about, Xavier Rhodes. That guy played well, but he was hurt. It's not even like I like I like Harris. Xavier only Rhodes. got like it was way less than people thought. Anthony Harris was like it was under ten million, but he yeah, sat I know for a that. While. But that's a lot to do with a lot of one year deals happen. Uh, anyways, back to tight ends: Irv Smith, Tyler Conklin, and Brandon Dillon. No, you got the rookie. I got the rookie. Zach, you got Davidson. Zach Davidson. I feel yeah. like they're going to slide. Uh, unless he... So, fifth round pick. Definitely slideable to practice squad. I like him, though. Something about that guy. I like him. Brandon Dillon's been cut before by us, and he's, we slid him through before. I, I hear he's got uh, gotten better as a blocker. Zach Davison? Uh, nope. Brandon Dillon. Brandon Dillon, okay. Uh, so, I hear we like that. And, I, you know, I want Zach Davidson, Davidson to like sprain his wrist and have to go on IR for the season. Get shot four times. Yeah. Jalen Twyman, no. nicely done. No. Nicely done, buddy. Sashell Richardson coming. He's like, oh boy. Let's do this. How do I make the team? 
It's like, <laughs> it's like that. Seems a little drastic, man. Gardner Minshew just smashed his hand up with a hammer. Reminds you of a uh, uh, scream where the guy like wants to yeah, get yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, 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 just get a shot to make the team. Fuck this. Like, secure that contract. Uh, so we we switched there. Brandon Dillon, yeah. Like I mean, we've liked him enough to keep around this long. I like he's big. Yep. He's a look. He's a quicker guy. I mean, if he if he did sharpest blocking, he can make the team. Davison, what's working against him? He's super raw, small school, number forty. One, don't take Jim Kleinsasher's number. Two, that looks ugly. Yeah, it's terrible. If you want to be a dynamic, like if you're going to be 40, you need to be a Jim Kleinsasser. You need to be doing the dirty work. You need to be like a Dan Morgan. Like you just block. Nope. 40, I mean, you need. he should have picked a different number if he wanted to be like George Kittle. 89, yeah. 88, 87, anything in the 80s? 89 was available because I think that's what Didi took. Okay, okay. Well, just again, anything in the 80s. Yeah, 40 is not great. 40. But I got him making the team. I think – I'm excited about him for some reason. I think he's. I think, I think he might be a steal. I watched uh, Pete Bursich go yeah. break, break him down the other the other week, and it was pretty pretty fun. I, I'm excited. It is a big leap, though, so I could see them being like, okay, we can sneak this guy through the practice squad. It's always funny when we cut people and there's like a day where everyone's panicking and then they just slide them all right in a practice squad. Like, oh, got, oh, oh okay. we kept them all. What do you fucking do? I think that's the old Kyle Sloter thing. Every year, people are like, oh, they caught him. What are we doing? And it's like, oh, practice squad. Nobody wants him. Oh, and now he just wanders around the league. Yeah, no, nobody really wants him. Uh, okay, so three tight ends each. Yep. Let's talk offensive line. How do you have it broken down? Mm, I got tackles and interior. Okay, we can we can do that. Let's start with tackles. I've got three. Three tackles on the entire team. I guess it depends how you how you uh, designate Oli Udo. Yeah, I've got him under interior. Just Which because makes it sense. sounds like we want to... Try him out at right guard. Yeah, I had him as a tackle, so I had four. But then today, like you said, I think Spielman's brought up that he is right in the the battle for right guard. Yeah, he earned the right to battle for the starting spot. So him, Wyatt Davis, I guess who else? Let's just roll with the guards while we're here. Yeah, why don't we? Okay, we'll do interior first. So I've got six interior offensive linemen with Udo. I have six then, yes, if Udo is an interior. Okay, and I've got Garrett Bradbury. Center, Bradbury. Uh, Make the leap, Bradbury. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot less faith in him than I do Irv Smith. True. I feel like Bradbury could just, this could be him. He can't handle power, but he's a really good run blocker. My my thing is, is he was playing next to a rookie and shit Mm -hmm. for most of his career. A rookie in shit. Is that you referring to Drew Samia? Drew Samia. Dakota Dozier? Pat, Pat Alfine. Pat Alfine. Dakota okay. Dozier. What was the other guy? It was shit and who? <laughs> a rookie? A rookie. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the rookie? Ezra? It was Ezra. Okay, okay. Um, but, you know, you, you got to do a lot more when you're playing. <laughs> you're playing with shit and a rookie. It isn't easy. So... Uh, Hopefully, you know, you get some you get some beef up there. They can hold their own. Yeah. Also, like I would assume he can get stronger, right? Is that a thing that you can do? You go to the NFL and you get stronger. Yeah, but hopefully, you know, being a t- converted tight end hasn't like, you know, slowed him down. Bradbury? Yeah. And like he was kind of an older rookie too. So he was 24, so yeah. he's already 26, 26 and 27. Like he again, like the upside might not totally be there. But if he does just sort of shore up his strength, and get a little stronger, which maybe when he doesn't have shit and a rookie next to him, he well he's gonna he might have a rookie next to him again. Hopefully he's not a shit rookie, but 
like if he makes a little bit of a leap in his pass blocking, he could be a twelve-year starter. Yeah, because you see a lot of film breakdowns of him like in the run game. Oh, he's a monster. In the run he's game. a monster getting to yeah. the second level mm-hmm. plus. So and don't put him in a different scheme. But if this is the scheme wide zone. You know, and, and again, you you put some beef next to him. You got Ezra Cleveland year two. I I feel like Bradbury will take it to the next level. Um, so I've got those three: or Bradbury, Cleveland, Wyatt Davis, Mason Cole, Aliudo, and Dakota Dozier. I have the same Dozier. I I mean, like it's one of those things. Like as a starter last year, I hated him. If he's just the backup. All right, cool. Yep, I've got no problem with Dozier. I'd rather him than Drew Samia. That guy's horrible. Yeah, I I don't want to see him ever again. Mason Uh, Cole was the trade with Arizona. For a six-round pick. Guard center. I like him. Versatility. New Brett Jones. New Brett Jones, who just got signed by Denver. Brett Jones did. Everyone's following. George uh, Patton. Yes, poaching our guys. Uh, Much improved, I feel like, right? I mean, if Dakota Dozier's now a backup, Mason Cole's Brett Jones. Maybe better has started younger football games. younger version. Um, if White like if yeah, White Davis yeah. is any good, you you don't have to be very good to be better than Dakota Dozier or Juice Mia. You don't. Like I th- I think White Davis should definitely. I I feel like if Aliudo starts, that'd be like, kind of fun. It it would be fun, but I also would be kind of scared. Whereas like oh boy like. White Davis that bad. That. I, I feel like if Oli Udo is the starter, it's because he did really good. If Dakota Dozier is the starter, it's because Udo and Wyatt Davis were disappointments. And at least with Dozier, would, you know what you were getting. Yeah, at least they're like, oh, put the vet back in there. Give him a couple more weeks. Ugh, yeah. He guy never missed a snap. He was just terrible throughout. <laughs> if you had to pick one guy right now, Let's say you're starting a team. You're doing a you're doing a, a, a expansion draft. Would you rather start to? Would you draft Ezra Cleveland or Garrett Bradbury? Forget about positional. Just as a player, like who do you believe in more? Well, I difficult question because like if I if I'm running the wide zone, let's just say I'm running wide. Say zone. you're running. Say our I'm scheme. running wide zone. And say Ezra's a guard. Don't yeah, don't yeah, give him no, the tackle no, no, versatility. No. Even though probably he's... taking Garrett Bradbury. Okay, I would take Ezra. I think. Okay. I think I have more faith that he's going to be a ten-year starter than Garrett Bradbury. All right, I I think I agree know, to I, disagree. Yeah, I, I I with with good guards, I think Bradbury can be a good good player. Okay, okay. Well, if he gets good guards and he's good, then this line's good. Uh, tackles. Tackles, I got. I guess three. I have three then too, which we clearly have the same three. It's Christian Darasaw. Brian O'Neill and Rashad Hill. Yep. Uh, Darsa is going to be slow moving to start camp, it sounds like. Yeah, I guess he had like a core muscle repair. Yeah, know, something like that. Well, you know, he's got to get stronger. Mm-hmm. He's trying to beef mm-hmm. up. Um, I mean, if he's not the starter, that's a disaster. So, like, Darsa is going to be the starter. Like, are you going to start Rashad Hill? God, no. That's a step back. Like, that's a problem. You yeah. Went from Riley Reef to Rashad Hill. Because Riley, Riley Reef was quietly, like, very good. Yes. Yeah, very solid player. Uh, I mean, that, that starting five, if Wyatt Davis is the guy, I like it. And I, I don't really hate the depth either. Like, Rashad Hill, as much as I don't want him starting, I like him as a swing tackle. Dakota Dozier, as much as I don't want him starting, Play covering guards. both guard spots is fine. Mason Cole, he can fill in where he needs to. And then you got Oliudo, who 
might be able to play four positions on the yeah. offense. And line. we like when we drafted that dude, it was definitely like this guy's a project. He was out of like some fucking tiny school. Yeah, like some just some big huge dude that they found. That and it's only been probably didn't even know how to play football. What is third year? Yeah, it's his so, third year. So yeah, he stuck around long enough that I think he's got a chance. Uh, I didn't recognize three of these randoms, but then Drew Samia and Blake Brandle, I cut both of them. Oh, Kyle Hinton. Kyle Hinton. Kyle Hinton. I, I did a little practice squad on the side. Kyle Hinton. I put him on there. Kyle okay. Oh, that's what I want to do. That. Yeah. Forgot about that. Oh, poor Ryan. Oh. Uh, all right. So that's the offense. I mean, overall, it's looking good. Yeah. I, top five offense, in my opinion, got better. I mean, how how could it have not? Your left tackle, Reef to Darasa. Your left guard is, well, whatever. Whatever way you want to do it, it's basically Wyatt Davis instead of, who the hell started last year? Dakota Dozier. Dakota Dozier. And then your third receiver is D.D. Westbrook, Westbrook instead Dover. of some idiot. And you yeah. lost Kyle Rudolph. Which I'm fine with. We're Kyle hoping, Clinton. yeah. I mean, t- yeah, top five Austin's got better. Yeah. It's quality Fill, offense. Filled three, three holes? Two holes? Two holes. No, three, three if you count D.D. Westbrook. I was going to say three if you count... Uh, uh out of reef, but yeah, I would Oh well, yeah. I mean that's a hole. What's the third? Is it DD. Oh I gotcha. Okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So it's a good looking offense. Yeah, I'm happy with it. Can't wait to play Madden with it. Yeah, no excuses there. Um there's no like blatant hole on that offense. Except like if you're not a believer in our interior offensive line. No. Like I, there's some people that are like Bradbury sucks and Ezra's not that good either. But the guy just played one year, so. Nope. And Bradbury played next to a rookie and shit, so cut him some slack. And we were good last year. Top five offense. Top five offense. All right, let's jump to the defense. Uh, a lot more changes on the defense. Let's take a break so I can uh, yeah, refill I'll get my another water. beverage, too. Welcome back. Uh, thanks for hanging on after that break. I know it was a long one. They barely uh, made it through. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll jump into defense vents. We... Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six? We have five. Oh, wait. That's five. Five. I don't know how to count. All right. Uh, first one, the big one. Oh. Neil Hunter. Yeah, we haven't actually talked that. Nope. He's back. He's happy. He did not become the highest paid defensive player in the league or whatever bullshit Ian Rappaport was selling. Yeah. Uh, we restructured his deal. Yep. Uh, now he's got like some big bonus at the beginning of the next year that supposedly means we should either extend him or cut him, which I still don't. Sounds like uh, that's still bullshit that we could just easily do some bonus restructuring and keep him around. We gave him a bump. We gave him a little bump. Yep. That's what it seems like. It's not reported, but he got more money. He's now happy. Yeah, like it's 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 all good. And I, I just... I don't think it's like the Rodgers thing where like Rodgers is basically, so Rodgers came back and they didn't give him any extra money, but they chopped off his last year and basically made it so they can't tag him or anything. So they pretty much have to trade him next offseason or they're going to lose him for nothing. Yep. Unless they can make him happy and get him to extend. Well, it's like you have back. a year basically to make him happy. Well, they're bringing back Randall Cobb. Oh. <laughs> Here they are 3.6 million over the cap if they acquire Randall Cobb. So the Texans oh. either have to eat it or they have to make, move some money around. Randall Cobb? This is what Rodgers was so mad about, is that they got rid of Randall Cobb. No, well, I know they, he was salty about Jordy Nelson, but like uh, these guys are washed. And you know Jake Kumaro is rostered, so he can't get him back. So remember, he got upset that they got rid of, that they cut Jake Kumaro. Hey, these guys are even good. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, but he had a rapport with them. Yeah, he had a great rapport with <laughs> Randall Cobb. The guy never scared me once. 
Uh, all right, so Daniel Hunter back, locked and loaded, looks healthy. Did you see Zimmer? Uh, was a little salty about getting getting guff for saying it was a little tweak last year. Yeah. He's like, you know, last year I said it, uh, one of our players, he didn't even say who, which is hilarious. We all know who you're talking about. Uh, had a tweak at the time, which is what he had at the time. Turned out it wasn't just a little tweak. And I got crap for a year. Yeah. And that weird. was in reference to talking about Michael Pierce's injury. No. Was it? Yeah. What do you mean? Because he said he wasn't. Michael gonna... Pierce didn't have an injury. Michael Pierce opted out. No, no, no. This oh, year... I, okay. He said I'm not going to do. I'm not going to comment because of what happened last yeah. year. I got you. His yeah. current injury. Yeah, he was yeah. currently the talking about that... Michael Pierce. Yeah, and so he's like, I'm not going to talk about it because if I say it's a tweak, and then he went into that whole spiel. Yeah, um, gotcha. Which Pierce it was reported we're going to miss the beginning of camp. It does sound like it's a very minor thing, but I guess in, to Zimmer's point. Who knows what it could be? Yep, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Michael Pierce, uh, 91 in Madden. Respect. Sixth best Six? defensive lineman. Yeah. Now that doesn't include edge guys, mm-hmm. but still, it's good. It's real good. As I mean, that's I think, I think Delvin Tomlinson's like a, better than him. Am I, I wrong? I I think Michael Pierce is way better than Delvin Tomlinson. Really? Yes. Absolutely. I think. I mean, like I, at what he does, but he doesn't do as much as Tomlinson. I, I don't know. He made a lot of plays on those Ravens defenses. Okay. That, okay. Like, well, I haven't seen it you, yet. You are going to be... If, if you I think, had to rate him, I'd say he's about an 86. Okay. I I would go with like 99 <coughs> one where he's at. Wow. He's, he's You are going to be pleasantly So we added... I'm not, I'm not even thinking I'm not going to be surprised. Maybe I'm just de- devaluing nose tackles. I don't know. But the dude's if you give me a, like a Pat Williams type, just plug in like... I'm, that, that's exactly what he is. He's 350 pounds, but like... A lot of muscle. He just just pushes everyone back. It's so much fun to watch. We're going to have some beef up front. Him and Tomlinson, like, he's going to make Tomlinson look probably how you are thinking he is. That's how good my Tomlinson's good. How dare you? I'm going to get me a Tomlinson jersey. Uh, So let's go back to Edge. Deal Hunter won. Who's your starter week one opposite Deal Hunter? The vet. Yeah, I'm going to go with Stephen Stephen Weatherly. Weatherly, the tried and true. You know yeah. what you're getting. Uh, next up, you got DJ Wanham. Then you got the two rookies, Patrick Jones and the second, the second, sorry, and Janarius Robinson. That's my five who make it. Same five for you. Same five for me. I've seen some people because uh, Patrick Peterson decided to be like, "Hey, I'd take uh, Chandler Jones, Chandler Jones on this team." Which who the hell wouldn't? Are like, well, they could solve that other end spot, and I. It's never going to happen. Ridiculous. I mean, I guess we traded for Yannick, so who knows. But I'm kind of excited to see the other end spot. Like, Obviously, getting Chandler Jones would be cooler. Even getting someone half as good as him would be cool because these guys are mostly unknowns. But I'm excited to see a battle between the three young guys, Wanham, Jones, and Robinson. Yeah, I can't I, – I'm obviously hoping that it's Patrick Jones who ends up, like, becoming this guy. But it'll be so fun to watch, like – as you go from Weatherly to the starter to like either Wanham, Robinson, or Jones, just by week nine or ten, getting more snaps. Yep, slowly and then, taking that job away from Weatherly. Hopefully, like and I come, don't even care which one it is, but like one of them would be sweet if they could just become that guy, become the next in line of the Robeson, Ray Edwards, Everson Griffin, like Daniel Hunter down the line, like ten year starter guy. You know, I mean, there's. Three guys that have a chance to do it, and then Weatherly, who's kind of your fallback. If they all suck, at least you got 
At least you know what you're getting. Yeah, you know what you're getting weather. He does his job. He's the Shamar Stefan of the group now. Yeah, honestly, he is. It, it's kind of the one spot with all these signings where we actually have a battle for the starting job. Yeah, I that's mean, true. maybe I'm missing somewhere. I guess the guard, guard spot. Yeah, I guess the guard spot. Although I do think Wyatt Davis has a pretty good leg up in that, but maybe I'm just overrating him. Third round pick because he was a third round pick, right? Yep. Yes, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, that that's the start, same that's, round as that's, Patrick Jones. I guess I'm overrating that a bit. Like that's starter money for a guard. Third round pick. That's starter. That's true. That's, that's, start, that's a little different than a defensive money for end. A guard. But I'm excited for the other edge spot. Oh. If I had to put my money on it, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say DJ Wanham. DJ Wanham's the breakout guy. I think it's gonna be Patrick Jones, but I, that's I'm your biased. boy. You've been your boy. Guy. You're gonna stick. If with I say somebody else, everyone's gonna call me a fake. Yeah, you know, can't have that. It's it's a fun group. Uh, not making the team, Kenny Willickies. We never really got to see him. Kind of a, a draft Nick favorite. Got hurt last year, was on IR. I put him on practice squad. Hercules, Poor you're fellow, done finally. Yeah. It's nice to know you. It's been fun. You had a couple sacks last year, but they were mostly gimmies. Just don't think don't think you got it. Uh, Jalen Holmes, it's about, just get, get off the team, dude. It's been long enough. That, that was a grapes favorite for years and years and years. That was a classic, okay, we're going to draft this guy at this spot and then move him out to this spot or whatever garbage they did. Didn't work. Didn't work. We do it all the time. Yeah. Uh, so we will have five, five there. Interior. I have got four. I have five. Okay. I got five. Okay. I'm going with the big boys. I'm going Pierce, Tomlinson, Richardson, uh, Armin Watts. Sheldon Richardson. Did we talk about that one yet? We haven't yet, but I'll just say my other fifth. I put James Lynch on the team. You did. Okay. I think he was also in that Amir Abdullah, like the last few guys to make the roster. Jalen Twyman, uh, for people that don't know, was the guy who was shot four times by mistake. Yep, he by wasn't mistake. doing anything wrong. Wrong place, wrong time. Wrong place, wrong time. But they Just waved him in his car. to put him on the uh, like injured reserve type thing. Basically the same thing that happened to Kenny Willickies last year. Yep. They didn't wave him, and he's... Just gonna be out there trying to. You I know. think we already got him back. Yeah, like everyone freaked out for a second. Like, what the hell? You just wave a guy that got shot. It's like, it's just a procedural he's thing, so go, he doesn't take up a roster he's spot. He's going on IR. Yeah, so that's my five. James Lynch, uh, from what I've heard, he's been trash, but I put him on the team. Oh, and uh, I think with that move, we were able to sign D.D. Westbrook. That is what. Yep, the yep. Jalen Thomas would open that up. Yep. Uh, Sheldon Richardson. What a signing! Uh, fantastic. What did we get him for? Four and a half million. Yeah, it sounds about right. It was. It was. I mean, these this wasn't as much as he was worth. He's worth he, double that. He had he was six good. and a half sacks last year with the Browns. He lost ten pounds do uh, last year, so I think he's now down to like two eighty five or something does like that. Does he want to be slimmer? Yeah, he does because Love he wants it. to. He wants to be a pure pass rushing three tack. So we talked Geno Smith, Geno Atkins. Geno Smith Atkins. is a terrible quarterback for the Jets. I apologize to Geno Atkins. That was one of the worst things you could ever call someone. Geno Atkins as that third down pass rusher because you got two big beef eaters. And then after that, fucking Armin Watts. Like, I mean, the depth behind those two was pretty bad. I think we actually, I don't know if our last podcast was in the back of my Jeep. It was. And we talked about like our starting defensive tackles could be the most improved position. But after that, it's pretty bad. And instead of getting Geno Atkins, who was like an old beat-up version of this, we just grabbed Sheldon Richardson. Someone who could start on a ton of teams. And he's like, yeah, I'm cool. I'll just be the, I'll just be the backup. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just be a pass rusher. Yeah, started 
I, I think he started like 13 games for the Browns last year. And again, he had six and a half sacks, which would have led the Vikings last year. Anyone? So, uh, over anyone, yes. He had six and a half sacks. Yep. He was good with us, too. Like, he wasn't... He was dominant week one, and it was like, holy shit, this guy's going to change the way this defense works. And he was never that good the rest of the way, but he was a good player. Yep. It's just, it's just to but, go from Jaleel Johnson, one of the worst players I've ever seen, and Shamar Stephan, one of the like the definition of mediocrity, to Michael Pierce, Delvin Thomas, and Sheldon Like, our run defense... Like, that's one whole phase of the game, run defense. And we were terrible at it. One of the worst that I've ever seen. And we added 720 pounds to the starters. <laughs> and they'll stay fresh because they don't even have to rush the passer because Sheldon Rich will come out there. And, like, I would expect him to be better than he was with us the first time. Because at the first time, he was expected to be a three-down guy. And He's he was pretty gassed. good at it. Yep. But now all you got to do is come in on, on passing downs. Second and ten. Third and seven. Fresh, late in the game. Yeah, like just go hard for the quarterback. I, 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 I love the signing. Fantastic. That, yeah, that, it's that's, better than Geno Atkins. Like Geno Atkins is sweet because at his peak he was better than Richardson. But he's older. He's beaten up, and he had the Zimmer connection and the Bengal connection, which is always cool. But this, that theory, we just did it way better. We were like, oh, Atkins, like he's still out there. I'm pretty sure. Y- yes. And they're like, oh, well, there's a there's a younger, better version right here. Oh, let's see what he wants. And I think after Delvin Tomlinson, Sheldon Richardson might be our second best, or might be our best signing after Delvin Tomlinson. Like Patrick Peterson, very good, but like Sheldon Richardson, I think will make a bigger impact than Patrick Peterson because Patrick Peterson, you're going Cam Dantzler, who, who well, Breland, Breland now, and Mac, yeah. Where, where, like, you're going Tomlinson Pierce to, like, Armand Watts. such a big drop-off. Like, it was like that co- spot and the third receiver spot were, like, collectively, no Collectively, the cornerbacks were, like... A stronger group. Especially if Gladney didn't do all his dumb shit. Like, yeah. that would have been, like... court proceedings start tomorrow? Yeah. Um, Spielman wouldn't talk about anything. No, but. Uh, did you see on Twitter some random, got, some random reporter uh, knocked on his door? Oh, Jack yeah? Gladney's door and asked him about like <laughs> was it Chris <laughs> Thomason of the Pioneer Press? <laughs> so, so somebody uh, commented in the comments was like, "Did you kidnap Chris Thomason?" <laughs> yeah, what? He's like, oh, "I called the guy who just got cut. He was very upset." It's like, stop calling people and ask them how they feel about getting cut. Um, but Richardson yeah. took less money to come here reportedly too. Like the Browns offered him more money, and he was salty apparently because they cut him late in the game. Yeah, and like no one had money. I think it was after the draft. Yeah, they, yeah, they cut him because well, did they cut him to make room for Clowney? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I know when we talked early in the off season, he was someone that I had down as like a cut candidate because he made like thirteen million. Yeah, and while good, maybe thirteen million good. He and it's just another example of a player that left the Vikings and came back. Like he loved Andre Patterson. He's like, this is basically they helped me get that contract with the Browns by. Showing that I was because he'd gotten like one year deals up until he came to us, didn't he? The Jets, and then he went somewhere and then to us, right? I thought he it was Jets straight to oh, was yeah, it? he got traded to Seattle, year. yeah, to Seattle. to Seattle, yeah. So, like, I just feel like, and then he only got a one year deal with us, yep. So, I think he was kind of like, oh, am I gonna be like Nandamakan Sue where I'm just getting kind of like one year deal, one year deal? And 
he ended up getting like a three-year deal with the Browns. Yep. So now he's kind of using us as another stepping stone. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'm going to showcase my talent again, mm-hmm. and then he's, hopefully I get another three-year, $40 million contract. Kind of a smart guy, too, to be like, I'll embrace the third-down pass rush role because if he does it well, say he does get another six, seven sacks, like some team with a bunch of cap space would probably give him three years, $30 million or something to just – Rush the passer in third down. I feel like a team like the Colts, where yeah. they always have a just bunch of money. rotate they, them in. Yeah, they don't like sign people to huge deals, but like to get a role Depth. player like that, yeah. and I, like and yeah, mm-hmm. uh, subbing for Buckner when he's tired. Yeah, would and make you don't sense. have this huge drop off. Oh. I mean, now the defensive tackle spot is by far the most improved position. It like, might be our strongest position. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say you have a starter as a backup. Yeah. Like, do we have that anywhere else? No. If you had not signed Delvin Tomlinson and just signed Sheldon Richardson, I'd have been like, look at that. Sheldon Richardson, Michael Pierce, let's go. Yep. Instead, you just got a third dude. And, I mean, you needed it. Like, you look at the edge guys, and while they're not big names, like, there's three of them that I'm excited about. In Wanham, Patrick Jones, and Jarrett Robinson. There's no one at defensive tackle that we were excited about. Yeah. Behind the big dudes. Like, there's, like, Armin Watts, we used to be excited. Not really anymore. James Lynch was a disappointment. Yeah, Armin Watts is like J- uh, Jalen Holmes now, where it's like, uh, yeah, it's, I'm going to keep rooting for you, but this is probably it. It, it, sh- it would have, like, it just usually would have happened by now. The only player that I can think of that just like took forever was kind of like Thielen. Feel like he, but he always did stuff like special teams blocking a punt or something. You're like, or the fake punt. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like he was Packers. Yeah, so I watched that game. Uh, Yes, that little like yesterday. where he swings through and just grabs yeah. it and runs. Oh, look at Thielen! So then he had like a good end to a season and then just dominated from there on out. Like, I just can't think of a player that just took like even Stefan Diggs. And obviously he's a superstar, but like, it took like four weeks. It was like, oh, Daniel Hunter. Like by mid season, it was like, okay, this guy is good, yeah. really good. Like, why he, is he still on the bench? Yeah, and it's you know they're it's just usually you see it soon enough. Like Dantzler. That guy was good last year. He's going to be good. Oh. Jefferson, really fucking good. You know, uh, Eric Hendricks, good right away. Yeah, it's like I just Anthony and, Barr and came in. Rob sometimes it could be good. like year two, but what does Watson know? Three, three. This three? Is three. Yeah, like I, just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm being hard on people. No, well, he would have like done we would have. We Wanda has done more than he's ever. We done. had nothing on our defensive line last year. If Watts had something, we would have seen it because yeah. we didn't see anything. Except for Jaleel Johnson getting pushed straight backwards. Yeah. I can't believe the Texans signed that guy. Who didn't the Texans sign, though? They signed like 23 nobodies. They didn't sign Sheldon Richardson. Uh, all right, let's move to linebackers. So far, we're identical on defense, right? Nope, I have James Lynch yep. making the team. Yep. Uh, defensive tackles that didn't make the team, I don't know who they are. Zeande Johnson, Jordan Scott, and then Jalen Twyman. Would you have had him on your 53? He would have been a slip through to practice squad guy for me. Yeah, I think so too. Sixth rounder. I feel like he needs to lose weight and get back in shape and stuff. I'm sure getting shot doesn't help that. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely <laughs> not. I got fucking shot. <laughs> you see this? I remember you sent that to me on Twitter, and you had it like before it was kind of on the mainstream. It was like some random dude yeah. was like, "Yeah, Jalen Twyman got shot." I was like, "I'm gonna wait." On it was this. like some like random like a DC breaking news thing. <laughs> yeah, or something. some like, fucking mm. dude listened to like the police chatter. <laughs> Jalen Twyman, Vikings rookie, shot. And it's like, great. What did he do? 
What was he in, a, in some sort of, you know, scuffle? Turns out he was just hanging out. Yeah. Sitting in a car, got shot, wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> That's so fucked up. All right, linebackers, I have... I don't buy it. Yeah, yeah. Super <laughs> suspect. I don't buy it. There's no way he was just sitting in the car, wrong place, wrong time. Downtown They DC were buying hit. some drugs. <laughs> Drug deal gone wrong. He's like, take my signing bonus. Just don't tell anyone. Uh, all right, linebackers, I have five. I have six. I feel like another improved group. Is any group not improved? No, it's I think all. We improved. talked about that last the last time we went to public. The only one you could maybe consider not improved is tight end. Yeah, because it's pretty much the same dudes minus Rudolph. Yep. So, uh, linebackers: Anthony Barr, Eric Hendricks, Eric Hendricks, uh, Nick Vigil, Nick Vigil. He's kind of our new Eric Wilson, I guess. Yep. A little bit, new Ben Gideon. He's yeah, a thumper. New bang, yeah, thumper. My bad. I, Chaz Surratt, maybe the new Eric Wilson. Yeah, only we but, hope like better, a lot better. Uh, and then Troy dies. Troy you have another one though, right? Yeah, I've got I've got Cam Smith making. Okay, I put him on my practice squad. Oh. Cam Smith was the open heart surgery dude. They found like I think during the COVID test they found. Yeah, like, it was during the COVID heart murmurs surgery. or some shit like that. So, um, oh, feel good story. I, I, I'm sure he's gonna play his little heart out on special teams. Yeah, he seems like generic white linebacker. He should be really solid. Oh. USC boy, Cam smart, Smith, heady Cam Smith. That's either like you're just never gonna be anything because it's too generic, or you'll be really good because. Uh, Brett Taylor Man of the Year Award. That, oh, I got I to figure yeah, out. Yeah, I was going to say, you need to come up with your that big one poll. All right. Um, so linebackers, obviously Barr and Kendricks are your starters. I hope to see a lot of Chad Surratt. I, I guess like just like a playmaker. just like a. am excited for him, even though he could just be a, like a redshirt season. One of those things where it's like hopefully maybe we got some packages where none of the young defensive ends play and Barr's rushing the passer. And then Chasterot is the linebacker next yeah. to Kendricks. You know, it's like you look at last year's draft class. Jefferson, Dantzler, Cleveland, I guess, are the three that kind of are showed enough that they're going to stick around, I would say, as yeah. like starters. Who do you think is going to be that guy in this class? Like, if you had to pick, I guess three seems like a lot, though. Two guys. I feel like Surratt's like the dark horse. He's the dark horse. If I was going to pick two guys... Like, I- Darasa is the one you're really hoping. Yeah, I, I'm going to go Darasa, and I'm going back and forth between uh, going with my brain and saying White Davis, or going with my heart and saying Kellen Mond. I don't know Kellen Mond. <laughs> you won't know that one for a couple of years though, probably. Yeah, um, but I'm, I'm going to say Chaz Surratt and Darasa. I'm going to go Darasa and White Davis. I'm going to go with the big boys up front. I think I think with White Davis, mm. I feel like if I pick it, it's because I think guards easy. He'll be fine. Third round guard. He'll be fine. Said that about Alfred. You know, I I offended myself by not picking Patrick Jones. Oh wow! Yeah, you wouldn't want your boy. Yeah. Well, honorable mention Patrick Jones. Okay. Okay. Um. So, anyways, five linebackers. You would six. Troy Die. Troy Die. Chasserot. Cam Smith. Nick Vigil. The two big boys. Barn. Kendricks. It's a good group. New guys are Surratt and Vigil. We lost Wilson. And then I'm sure we lost, like, I don't know, all the scrubs that played Hardy last Nickerson, year. Hardy Nickerson. Ryan Connolly's still around. Who's the uh, dude we signed? Uh, Davis or something? Oh, Todd Davis. Todd Davis. Yeah, oh, that was a... Goodness. I, I've said every podcast, how the hell did we go 7-9? and nine? Anyone bitching about Kirk Cousins in the offense? You see the guys we're naming? Jaleel Johnson. Shamar fucking Stephen. Todd Davis. Todd Davis. Who is our Hardy defense Nickerson. end? Who are our edges? Who were they? A rookie in Wanham and who? Who was the other guy? A Denable? A Denable. Oh, yeah. It, it, these are backups. They're all backups. 
Just horrible players. Some people on this podcast like to bitch about Kirk Cousins and Gary Kubiak. When, when, but when we're our, not naming names when our here. our defense is just a train wreck last year. What, what You know what we were wrong about, and we'll get to the cornerbacks now? We were real confident that like getting rid of Rhodes, Waynes, and Mack, and bringing in Gladney, Dantzler, and wasn't there like one other guy we brought in? Or was it just those two? Just we were like, yeah, two. I'd rather have the, the, the unknown rather than these guys. Whoops. Yeah. Those unknown guys were not ready. Uh, Cam Dantzler was. Cam Dantzler was. He did a good job of being Holton Trey Waynes. Hill. Holton Hill. Just got to try it with Dallas. Ooh, good for him. But he was like the other one. Like, dude, you got Holton Hill. You got Gladney. Mike Hughes. Mike Hughes. There it is. What a bum. God, we what suck. What a bum. Uh, and then like Trey Waynes, obviously, I think he tore like his pack or something. Missed the entire season. But like Rhodes. Did he miss the whole season? Yeah, he missed the whole season. Poor fella. Cost us a... Oh yeah, Xavier we Rhodes. Around. Rhodes played well. I mean, Mac probably did what Mac does. Anyways, cornerbacks. I have six. Also have six. I mean, Me I think it's pretty obvious. We got Patrick Peterson, Cam Dantzler, Cam Dantzler, Rashad Breland, Mac Alexander, Chris Boyd, Harrison Hand. Yep, uh, Rashad Breland, newcomer. What a signing! Just think, since our last podcast, we added Rashad Breland, Charlotte Richardson, D.D. Westbrook. That's a good offseason right there. Yeah, that would have been like... Like last year, all we did was sign Michael Pierce, basically. This year, we signed three guys after the draft that, Whoa. while not starters, filled like... I mean, you've got a starting corner, I could say, in Breland, but I don't know if he'll start or not. Compete for the starting job. Sheldon Richardson, who could start on a bunch of teams, and then D.D. Westbrook, who fills your third receiver spot. Like, it just... Well done. Well done yeah. by Slick Rick. Bravo. The The... The offseason of grapes continues because I believe in the last podcast I did mention about Bashad Breland. And you did. Yeah. So. And what a pickup. I mean, him and Patrick Peterson now. Like, Dantzler, I think, will still start. I would think they're gonna so. They're going to rotate a lot, I think. Yep. Uh, Peterson, Dantzler, Breland, and Mac. those guys are going to play a lot. Uh, Han and Boyd, I feel like if you see them, somebody got hurt. I um, like Hand. I, I do too. That's uh, that's why I had him as number five and not six on my Yeah, I don't know why it's listed that way. I would put hand ahead of Chris Boyd. Oh, hey. Chris Boyd, to me, good special teamer. That's kind of what he is. He's a special teamer, very sharp, very good, like solid guy. I don't think he's ever going to be a, someone you want to see on the field. Yep, I agree. But um, hand, I thought hand showed enough flashes where if he rotated in, Christmas. I wouldn't be. Yeah, I wouldn't be like. Oh no, hands in. We're totally screwed. Yeah, and he he had a really good uh, mini camp from what it sounds yeah. like. Uh, had a couple of picks on those highlight reels that they were spewing off. Uh, we had him playing some safety uh, preseason last year. Yeah. So I kind of like that versatility. He, if that's kind of like something that can still happen. Um, wasn't he drafted as a safety, and then we switched him, or was he drafted as a corner? And they was, said that he had the ability to yep, switch. So I think that's what it was. Um, Kind of interesting that we ended up trading Mike Hughes to the Chiefs and then Sign. signed Breland. Like, I would take that trade any day. Yep. I don't know why Breland isn't getting respect. If you look at, like, his PFF grades and stuff, he's always good, yep. but no one pays him. So I, I don't know I what don't the deal understand. is. I have no idea. I know he has a well. little bit of off-field stuff in his past, but nothing, like, super recent. So Yeah, I think – I don't know. That, and I've always been a fan. I know he uh, started his career with the uh, Washington football team. Yep. Uh, played with the Packers. Played with the Packers, and that's kind of where I think he made a couple uh, big like pass breakups against us because that's kind of where I first saw him. 
just seems like he's good everywhere he goes. And then like, Chiefs, why is he moving around so much? I've seen him on the Chiefs the last two years, and he's always yeah. like that little like scrappy little fighter guy. I like him. You would have thought when you add Patrick Peterson, Bashad Breeland, and Mac Alexander to a group that it would be your most improved group. But when you add Delvin Tomlinson and yeah. Sheldon Richardson to a shitty group. And get Michael Pierce back. And get Michael Pierce. And I guess the problem with the cornerbacks is you are losing. You lost, I guess, what, Mike Hughes and Jeff Gladney? Yeah, and like I've got Gladney just underneath it. I just wrote exempt. Yeah, I mean, he's he's going to be on some sort of suspension list or something, I assume. Yep. Or he'll just be caught at some point. Yep, and if he does come back, I expect him to take Chris Boyd's spot. Yep. Poor Harrison Hand moves down the depth chart. Yeah. If Gladney gets cleared or whatever or plays out his suspension, if we're just talking football, that is a stacked fucking group of corners. Yeah. You, you, not Holy saying shit. like you want it to happen, but you can afford to lose one, potentially two. Yeah. Like last year, we couldn't, we, we lost, couldn't afford to lose anybody. First yeah. off, they weren't even good to begin with. Only Dantzler was. But like this year, yeah, you could lose. I mean, if Peterson goes down, okay, Brashard, Breland, and Dantzler start. Oh. If Matt goes down, Breland probably plays mainly, mainly slot. Yep. I mean, it just seems like... Uh, and especially if Gladney comes back. Because then you're potentially five strong at that spot. It, I don't know how the hell we just signed all these defensive players. It's just wild. Yeah, we, we just... We had no money. Come. I don't know. I, I still just, had to... Just bring them in. Bring them in. We'll get it done. <laughs> Zimmer's like, yeah, the our office did a great job, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, how the hell did we do that? Because going into it is like... We're going to have to cut this guy, cut that guy, just to get under the cap. I mean, this was the COVID year. This was the low cap year. Uh, bring it Somehow in, we bring signed in, fucking like seven starters and a few backups. And and we have like $8 million in cap space. Today. I saw we spent like only like the like the 30th most or something like that. Like, I saw someone, I think it was the 24th most on free agent additions. Yeah, that's what it was. Is that because we didn't sign one big one, though? Yeah. Like, our biggest one is Delvin Tomlinson, but we didn't sign someone for... Like, is the first 10 immediately taking up because they all signed Kenny Galladay and Carl Lawson? And, like, it's because that's kind of a dumb... It's not dumb, I guess, because it is money spent. But, like, I feel like the sheer number of players we signed is what's... Like, to get someone like Breland for, like, peanuts. Sheldon Richardson for cheap. D.D. Westbrook for nothing. Mac Alexander for nothing. It's, it's, It's weird. I don't know. Why didn't other teams sign these guys? What are they doing? Uh, didn't need didn't need those holes filled. Apparently not. Apparently they didn't need an extra corner for free. Stupid. How about safeties? How many you got? I got three. You're hoping Harrison hands your fourth. Yeah, I got four. I got Harrison Smith. Yep. Xavier Woods, another fucking signing. That's sweet too. They were talking him up. Like I feel like everyone's talking about how he's the really good communicator back there. Um, I forgot what video I saw it on. There was one of the mini camp videos that like. Our defensive backs coach or one of our coaches, maybe it was Andre Patterson, was like, I've never seen anyone communicate as good as you, and you've been here like two weeks. So Right well, on. I, I think he needs to be good as Anthony Harris. I think he could be that better. Fucking job. He, was yeah, drafted, he could be better. Yeah. He was a drafted player in that same in that same class, I think. So I'm excited for Woods. Uh, my other two are Cameron Bynum. Yep, I've got Bynum. And I have Josh Metellus. You've got Metellus. I feel okay. like a good special teamer. I need four safeties. Why not? Okay, okay. No, I, I just went with three in hopes that Harrison Hand can fill that void. So on defense, the only person that's like still either a, not a new person or an injured person from last year is Harrison Smith, right? Yes. If you say Dantzler is not the starter, then 
It's just Harrison Smith. Okay, as far well, as I'm starters. gonna I'm gonna call Dantzler the starter. But let's say he's not. Okay, if say, then Daniel Hunter's new. Pierce is new. When I say new, I mean either they were injured at the yeah. end of last year. Daniel Tomlinson knew. Stephen Weatherly knew. Barr was hurt. Kendricks was hurt. Vigil's new. Vigil, Surratt, whoever you want to put there is new. Cornerbacks, Mack, Peterson, Breland. If those are your starters. All new. Xavier a little fuzzy there because we think we dance as a starter. And then Xavier Rhodes or Xavier Woods. Just Harrison Smith. Ten new starters. That doesn't even count guys like Sheldon Richardson who's a backup. And that's at least, at least three games right there. We were seven and nine last year. We had ten new starters to the defense. Okay, let's just say it's only three. That's ten and seven. Ten and seven gets you the playoffs, right? I would say so. Just, I just this is special teams. I, I just look at our roster and it's like, I know there's years where I fooled myself and been like, we could be good, and maybe last year was even one of them. Last year was definitely one of them. I mean, it certainly doesn't help though when Daniel Hunter is out for the year, Michael Pierce opts out, and Bar tears his pack like week two. Like, that didn't help, but I do think we fooled ourselves a little bit with the corners and a little bit with the in- interior offensive line. Yeah, I mean, Michael Pierce should have been there, but the other guy, it was Shamar fucking Stefan. Um, and the, I don't know, I just, like, this year it feels like this team's actually really good. Yeah, and, and a lot of people, a lot of people are still, like, bitching and moaning. They're like, oh, those aren't, like, superstar players. You can't call them key players. It's like, well... That's that's fine that you don't want to call them key players, but just acknowledge that we are leaps and bounds better on defense this year than last year. Like it was Zimmer's, wasn't it Zimmer's worst defense of all time? Yeah, it's either that or the Atlanta Falcon year. So, like, it was horrible. Did people like uh, name one good thing about the defense? Harrison Smith. Yeah, Cam Dantzler. Ken Ricks was good, and Cam Dantzler. Like it was, we had no pass rush. We couldn't stop the run. We couldn't even manufacture a pass rush. We couldn't cover anyone. I mean... God, the run. Oh, God, that's was, what pissed me off the like, most. I can't believe we won fucking seven games. I've never seen linebackers who couldn't fill a fucking gap. Any play action and they're just biting all the way up, throwing behind their head. I mean, the game against the Saints was it. That was the game. As soon as Eric Kendricks got hurt, like he was like that the Jag- one piece like, holding the D together. Even that Jags game was sloppy. And they That's got the worst the team in the league. One, yeah, and they we got almost the number lost. one pick. Didn't we go to overtime, or we almost did? And we almost Almost did. went to overtime against the fucking Jaguars. And it's because of our defense. Didn't we play another bad team right before that? We lost, to the Co- we lost to the Andy Dalton Cowboys. <sighs> we blew that game. We lost to the Falcons. What a dumb year. How did we win seven games? How did we beat the Packers? You explain that one to me. In Lambeau. I have no idea. Good Viking teams Del- have gone to Lambeau and lost. Delvin Cook. Four, to touchdowns. four touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> Delvin fucking Cook. Defense is one good game of the year, I would we say, just too. ran the football the whole time. Yeah. Control the clock. All right. Special teams. I have three making the team. Yep. I got uh, Joseph, Joseph Colquitt, and DePaula. Yeah, I think the only I, that's who I'd hook. The only maybe thing would be if that rookie Riley Patterson beats out Greg Joseph. Yep. They're talking to Zimmer, and he's like, "Well, how do you feel about the kicking competition, or how do you feel about the kicking game?" And he's like, "Basically, I don't know till they're in a, in a game because he's like, just Greg Joseph, Joseph makes everything, but it's practice. Like, I, he's like, until there's pressure on him, fuck, do I know?" Yeah, he's like, basically, I need to look into his eyes when it's the fourth quarter and we're down by two on whether or not I'm going to win this football game. It's like what he said even after, like, the Tampa game when Dan Bailey, like, completely imploded. He was like, he makes everything in practice. 
well, what do I do? Like, all of a sudden he shows up in a game and he's lost his mind. Like, I, what do you do? I just don't, like, I don't know what you would. Yeah, because, like, literally everything you see up to that point, it's like, ah, just let him kick the entire game. It's going to be a breeze. Don't care if he has to kick six times. He was so bad that in the Jags game, we were on, like, the two-yard line. And we're like, nah, run it again. Run it again. We'll risk a fumble. Yeah, and that was, like, late in the game, too, wasn't it? It was to win it. It was the game was over. I'm fairly certain that game was in overtime. I think it was overtime. Because didn't didn't right. that idiot quarterback throw a pick at Her- to Harrison Smith? Mm, not 100% It was at the sure. Panther game. I swear it's in overtime. But, I mean, I don't know Greg Joseph much. Final overtime. We did kick three to, to win it. We did because we didn't get in on the fourth because we actually did almost fumble the ball. Yeah. We were trying our hardest not to have Dan Bailey come in. It was brutal. We scored Dan- five points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> How do you score five? Do we safety? get a safety? Yeah. Oh, I remember that safety. Yeah. Well, you know, like you said, Kirk can't get it done in the end. Oh, can't. He needed can't a play hit defense. man to intercept it. Can't play defense. Can't tackle. Um, can't block. Dan Bailey's still a free agent, right? Yeah. Nobody wants him. He's done. He's He's, washed. he's done. He's a wreck. Blair, see uh, Blair Walsh kiss, gave us the kiss of death again. What? Said uh, that the, this Vikings offense should score 35, 40 points a game. Blair Walsh did that? Yeah. We're fucked. Well, according to you, that's what you expect. Well, that is what I expect now. Five touchdowns a game. Why shouldn't you? Where's our, where's our weak link? I'm not saying you can't expect that, but you, I don't want to hear you. Last year you were bitching because we... I expect five T's a game, which is 35 points a game, which is like eight more a game than the Chiefs offense. And our defense is over here giving hey, up 31 the, the a game. The Chiefs are averaging like 32 points per game, all right? They're like right there. Yeah, well, They're like the, right there. We're going to need a Chiefs offense with that defense we had last year. Um, all right, so that's the 53. I feel like we are pretty much – there's not a lot of tough decisions. No. Again, like it's pretty straightforward. Like right? I kept some – you know, I kept like a James Lynch here. Fucking Amir A Dakota Abdullah, Dozier there. Dakota Dozier. Like, yeah, there's no like – I feel like it's just like the last like four or five spots that – Yeah, I, I wonder if – during camp, they'll start to be some guys that like get some buzz. We actually got some preseason games this year. That, three, only three, only three. That maybe like will make us get excited about some guys where it's like, oh, I hope we don't lose him. So, question is game two now game three? Like, I would think game yeah. Two is where I we bet see you game one will be like the starters get a drive. Yep. Game two they'll get a, like a half. Game three they won't even play. If if we're if we're kind of sloppy, I bet we get a drive in the third quarter of the second game. And I could see in the first game, too, like if it's three and out, they get another drive. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things where they're not going to play after the first. Yeah, they definitely won't play after the first. We also have a joint practice with the Broncos, too. So That's always that'll be nice. Sweet. Um, yeah. I mean, how do you feel that all these contracts are like one-year deals? Besides Delvin Tomlinson. Let's go for it. I feel like that's like... It is kind of like let's go for it. Let's Zimmer and Spielman. I think are feeling a little bit of heat, and last year was such a shit show that they're like, we need to just like I don't know if last year if we do the DD signings and the Sheldon signings and these little extras that we added this year, but next year we got a lot of guys that are going to be leaving. I mean, you're going to lose Breland, Patrick Peterson, and Mac from the corner room. You're going to lose Sheldon Richardson. You're going to lose. You know, my my opinion on this Xavier is, Woods. You're going to lose your whole secondary. Well, the thing is, is like if if Zimmer and Spielman can't get it done with this group of guys, then... Like, it's almost a perfect time to tear it down if they do fail. Exactly. Right. 
Yep. Then it's like, all right, Cousins, like the new regime can decide whether they want to trade Cousins or wait yep. one more year out with Mond. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you move just, on from all those vets and you, you know, okay, you, now you got a new regime here. They're going to draft their guys, bring in their own vets. Yep. It's almost a good way to turn it over. And if you do do really good, some of those guys are probably going to want to resign. And if they don't, just pick up whatever other Joe Blow D Westbrook's lying around. Yeah, they they're around. You know, if they're just looking for a one year deal, whatever. Um, it's just kind of really besides. I think what Brian O'Neill is on one year left. They're trying to resign him, and then Harrison Smith is yeah. another one. I think they're also in negotiations with him. Because those are like the mainstays. Because those are guys that have been here. Like, I think they want to keep both of them. Yeah. I think the rest of these guys are just looking to go back on the market after this COVID. Well, I think O'Neill and Smith definitely are going to resign at some point. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've listened to Darren Wolfson's podcast much, but he seems to me like he keeps implying like they're going to resign them. It's going point. to happen. It's, yeah. It's, it's just like it's always around start of camp when these things get done. I'm sure like it'll happen tomorrow after we're done recording. Yep. All of a sudden, uh, Brad O'Neill's got $74 million in his bank account. That'd be nice. Yeah. Hmm. Over 10 years, hopefully. <laughs> I was looking, remember I was looking back at those teams and like fucking EJ Henderson got like, it was Brian McKinney and EJ Henderson. They had like, Culpepper had a 10-year deal. We were signing guys like eight-year deals Yeah, McKinney had like a seven-year deal Yeah, right I think away. EJ Henderson had like an eight-year deal. Did he really? It was long. I was like, when do these people do these like hockey contracts? Now, we don't ever go beyond five, I don't think. Not well, many teams do. Our main number is like five. We love five. We do five with like everybody. Yeah, it's pretty, it's, a, it's nice. Yeah, and you get those number. two years... In the beginning, have all like the, the the actual like guaranteed money in the front is the two years. And then the next three, it's like all right. All right, if you're not good, we just we want to cut get rid you. Of we you. can leave you. We can do whatever. Um, all right. So man, that's our fifty three. We'll uh, come back next week with what do you want to? What are we gonna talk about? I mean, training camp will start. Start some, hearing some, some buzz. Training camp buzz. Going on. Yeah, we'll just call maybe it. we'll talk about a Brian O'Neill contract extension. Yeah, yeah maybe a Hitman extension. Maybe both. We didn't even need to do the Hitman. <laughs> Extension, like I thought, that would be like a cap thing, like oh, we'll extend him so we can lower his cap hit. Didn't either. Didn't even need to fucking do it. All we had to do was make even... Rudolph a posthume first cut. Yeah, Kyle Rudolph sold everything, and he's on the pup list right now for the Giants. What? Uh, uh, what the fuck was I gonna? Would you? Do you? You want to resign Harrison Smith, right? Yeah. Like how long? Because I, I, I'd give him another three year how contract. How old is he? Thirty two. I feel like safeties in his style could last a while. Like he was never the fastest. Oh. He's all instincts. Yeah, I'd give him like another three, but like that last year's got no guarantees. Maybe in the last two years. Yeah, and I'd probably, I'd probably like kind of front load it too. Yeah, like put a bunch of guarantees this year, which he has zero of. Like his contract has no guarantees right now. Yep. And then next year, give him some guarantee money. But then the next two years, like make it cuttable. Yeah, and like kind of probably like a cap hit of like. 12 next year mm-hmm. or the first year without um, any guarantees and probably like seven or eight that last year where it's yeah. just like, eh. Mm-hmm. I wonder how there. screwed we're going to be next year if we'll be fine with all these. I mean, you're going to have a bunch of one-year deals coming off, but I'm pretty sure Kirk Cousins' contract goes up to like $45 million. 45, so. yeah. I think it's only 35 if you trade them, though. If we trade them? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to trade them, but okay. All right, well, that's our 53-man. We'll uh, catch him next week. Yep, we'll see you guys next week.